Hello everyone and Happy New Year. My name is Kim McLaughlin. I am a shamanic practitioner with cedarlighthealing.com staying and practicing in North Ayrshire, Scotland. Today I want to talk to you about stress, anxiety, and shamanism. So I am always getting asked, particularly here in Scotland, where shamanism is I guess it's a relatively new thing in terms of it being a modality of treatment. And a lot of people don't quite understand it, but we all understand stress and anxiety. So I'm often asked whether shamanism can help with stress and anxiety. And the answer is yes, absolutely. Shamanism is a great way to deal with your stress and anxiety. And it just might be the missing puzzle piece in a comprehensive stress management program. So we all deal with stress and anxiety at some point in our lives, and let's face it, you would have to be living under a rock to have missed the extreme mental health crisis we're facing here in the UK and around the world. I mean, stress and anxiety are usually the first signs that something isn't right, that there is an incongruency somewhere in our lives that we are either unaware of or perhaps unwilling to face. Uh, maybe we know exactly what's causing our stress and anxiety, but for whatever reason, we're either unwilling or feel powerless to change the situation that we're in. And so at best, we uh, try to power through it to the detriment of our health. And I would have to think that the vast majority of, of you listening right now, the vast majority of everyone has felt this at some time in our lives. You know, perhaps we're unhappy with our jobs or with our partners, or we don't feel that we're living up to our own values or our own expectations for what our life was supposed to be is meant to be. We may be worrying day to day about things like money, health, particularly because of COVID, family, school. And in that feeling of uncertainty that we've all experienced due to the pandemic, I think it creates a perfect storm. And while most of us are familiar with short-term strategies for coping, right? Things like deep breathing, meditating, a bath, a weekend away if you can afford it, counting to 10, etc., etc. I think that we need to look to solutions like uh, shamanism. Because shamanism is about taking a longer-term approach. And it addresses the underlying cause of that stress and that anxiety that is causing problems in your life. So why does shamanism help with stress and anxiety? Well, if there's one thing I've learned in this work, it's that the spirits do not mess around. They always go straight to the heart of the matter. Even if you're coming in for a stress reduction session, right? So something that should seemingly be quite simple, those spirits are still going to remind you of three things in particular. They're going to remind you of one, who you really are. Two, your sacredness. Three, how the spirits and how your ancestors see you. This is such beautiful work to do because for so many people that I've worked with, and I can remember being on the receiving end of this as a client as well, do you know, it is incredibly affirming to find out for the first time how sacred we truly are. And this creates a safety within our minds and our bodies. 
where we may begin now to address in that place of safety the deeper issues in our lives that are contributing to the stress and anxiety. Now, obviously, it depends on what your shamanic practitioner is doing with you. Um, so if someone comes to see me specifically about stress, I'll usually do a one-hour stress reduction session. I do these in person here in, um, in Irvine, which is essentially energy balancing and drum healing. But the more common shamanic ceremonies, I'd say the classical ceremonies like ancestral healing and soul retrieval, help us access a depth of emotion and awareness that then empowers us to deal with the core issues that are causing the stress and anxiety. So for example, problems in a relationship may be around boundary setting. And this, of course, is often related to issues of self-esteem right? Which in turn also often goes back to issues that we may have dealt with or experiences we had in our childhoods. The details of why you're feeling, you know, something, let alone what should be done, if anything, when you come to see me or someone like me, you know, it's not for me to figure that out. I mean, who am I, right? It's the spirits doing this work. I'm just the facilitator. And the spirits are not going to tell you that either. So just to be very clear, if, if only they would, if only it were that easy. But when you begin to understand how those spirits see you, and you hear what they have to share with you about you, about your life, about your sacredness, about your gifts, your power, it can cause a shift in how you see yourself and a shift in your understanding of your own personal power. And this can bring about new levels of courage, of clarity, and empower you to become proactive in thinking those things in your life that don't, or fixing those things in your life that don't feel good for you anymore to continue with. The spirits help us heal gently and with compassion in this way. So, when people come to see me for stress relief in particular, uh, regardless of the ceremony we're doing together, there is a common pattern that emerges in the week or two after the session. And if you have ever had shamanic or spiritual work done on you, I'm going to bet dollars to donuts that you're probably familiar with this pattern. So shamanic healing, spiritual healing, unblocks the emotions that are causing your stress. And this is why anywhere from a few days to a week after a session, you may suddenly feel emotional, right? You could be weepy or angry as those emotions that you had been pushing down begin to surface. We know that when emotion is stuck in our bodies, it creates all sorts of anxiety and other issues as well. So with shamanism, the spirits work to unblock these emotions. It's like it melts the body around those emotions, you know, potentially around trauma that you've experienced so that your emotions and the energy of those emotions can begin to move again. And with the release of those emotions, right, you go through the period of weepiness, you go through the period of anger, you know, of, of really feeling what is coming up for you. And once those emotions have been released, and remember, to release emotion, we have to feel it. It needs to be expressed, right? In a healthy way. This is when, with that expression, when, we're complete, when we've completed that cycle, 
we can now begin to feel peace in in our mind, our body, and our soul. And this is a good thing, obviously. It's the name of the game. This is why it's important to sit with those emotions that are coming up for you for a bit and to give yourself permission to explore how you feel and why do you feel that. I read a review recently, I was like, okay, two months ago, and it was of a shamanic practitioner. Maybe it was a Reiki practitioner, honestly, I, I don't remember now, but I do remember that the reviewer said how they'd been to other practitioners before and that the earlier sessions had always made them feel sad, whereas this practitioner, I guess their current practitioner, didn't make them feel sad. And it, it made me smile a little bit. I mean, not in a bad way, but because I recognize that the most likely reason that the current practitioner's treatments didn't make the reviewer feel sad was because the earlier treatments, I suppose that the reviewer had done with other practitioners, had already helped them to release that sadness. Now, had the reviewer stuck with the original practitioner or practitioners, they most likely would have experienced the same peaceful result because it's not about the practitioner. It's never about the practitioner. It's about the client being willing to do the work to release whatever emotions bubbled up after those initial sessions. And in this way, the client is finally able to release the emotion that's causing the stress and anxiety. So, I mean, think of it like this. Let's say we're at a job that we are very good at, paid very well at, for all intents and purposes, given societal's expectations, it's a fantastic job. There's security, there's status, there's money, there's, I don't know, maybe the ability to help people we work with, you know, our coworkers. But having said that, perhaps we may feel that we are meant to be doing something else. Maybe we are artistically inclined or we are um, spiritually inclined or what, what have you, right? And there's pressure to do that job. And so I know I'm giving this example, by the way, because this was my <laughs> example. Uh, and the reason I finally had to, to surrender and, and go into spiritual healing work was because as much as I loved my job, and you know, even as I sit and tell you, I was dreaming about that job last night, you know, and I was dreaming about the incredible people I worked with who I loved were so good to me. I still love, my God, I'm grateful to them. But uh, I was absolutely miserable on this job because I, I knew somewhere, I don't, I just knew that I was not, I was meant to be doing something else. And I didn't know what that something else was. When I think about this time, I'd already been adopted in um, and I was doing a lot of ceremony and whatnot at Anishinaabe Health. It was before I worked there. And I just, I should have loved my job. Yeah, I should have been grateful for my job. And I, I was, you know, on the surface I was. But I always felt the sense of needing to be somewhere else. And it caused so much anxiety every day in my chest. It caused me to feel so melancholy and so nostalgic and unhappy while I was there. And I couldn't quite, I knew it was spiritually inclined in some way, but I couldn't figure out what it was I was meant to do. I, I didn't know why I was feeling this because on the surface, Things were supposed to be so great, right? And it was through the spiritual healing work that I was doing at that time. It was through talking to elders. It was through um, 
feeling more and more empowered in my life because of the spiritual healing work that I was doing, that I came to understand that my destiny was not to work at this fantastic company with these fantastic people as much as I loved them. My destiny was to go out on my own, was to learn what I had to learn so that I could eventually do this work for you um, and for the spirits. And so once I started doing my own thing, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, stress levels sky high when you're self-employed, my God. But deep down, I didn't have that sense of anxiety because even though now I was dealing with a whole new roster of issues, I felt peace in my bones about my path, that incongruency of I'm doing a job that should be really great that I'm supposed to love, but there was something in my body that was like, nope, this is not where you're meant to be, you know? So I was trying to love something that I didn't truly love as much as it deserved my love. Um, that disappeared. And I was able to be grounded and I was able to feel peace and I was able to move forward. And so while I certainly took on a whole new level of responsibility in my life, I was able to uh, calm those voices of negativity, calm the voice of uncertainty, calm the constant warnings that I felt and didn't know if they were justified or not. And that those physical manifestations of anxiety and stress that I'm sure we have all felt, you know, day-to-day um, -day anxiety, always feeling, uh, never sleeping at night, always, for me, I was always getting sick. Anyways, I won't go on and on about this because I know you all know what I'm talking about. So how does then shamanic stress reduction, like how do my sessions work with shamanic stress reduction? And so I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about my ceremony when I'm specifically working with someone who has stress and anxiety. And I think that you can sort of take from this the main themes. And most shamanic practitioners, they may work a little different here or there, right? They're going to work in the way that their spirits tell them to structure their ceremony. But there are similarities, and as a client for me, even when I go see uh, shamanic practitioners, even though sometimes what they're doing is maybe a little odd for me, I trust what they're doing. I trust that they're doing what their spirits have told them, and I trust their spirits, right? So so the trick is to really understand or, or to have confidence that your shamanic practitioner is doing what their spirits are guiding them to do. So for me, a stress reduction session takes about 50 minutes, so like five zero. And I tend to book clients in like one hour increments, right? And it has three sections. So for me, I do, I usually will start with an energy cleansing. So I'm not necessarily releasing all the stress and anxiety from your body. I don't think that the spirits would ever do that because this is your work to do. But what we're doing is we're just clearing out some of that excess of energy that's there, some of that excess of emotion, just to start to create space so the energy can start moving again in your body. So I do an energy cleansing. It's like a extraction light, I suppose. And then I tend to do a drum healing. I work very closely with the spirit of my drum. It's a really important part of my practice. And so those spirits, you know, even when I think to myself, you know, I get my ego, I'm not going to do drum healing today. The spirit, that spirit will come in and be like, no, nope, we're doing a drum healing. Okay. So that's what we do. So there's usually a drum healing. And then I do visioning work where I'm 
moving around the client and I'm sharing the visions that I have, that the spirits are showing me about the client's healing. So about your healing. And these are, without exception, these are beautiful visions. There's nothing negative here. There's nothing dark here. These are healing visions and healing stories. So it's almost like you're getting a window through what the spirits are showing me as to what they're doing with you in the spirit world. You know, who's coming forward, how they're helping you, how they are supporting you and how they're honoring you. Those are such beautiful messages to be revealed. Now, unlike soul retrieval and power animal retrievals that can be done virtually, and I do those virtually every day for people, these sessions are done in my person, in my flat here in North Ayrshire, Scotland. And so most clients will come in about once a month for an energetic tune-up or to maintain their sense of peace and tranquility. You know, how did this shamanic stress reduction treatment evolve? You know, ever since I started my practice, and I only started my practice in 2016, so I have been on this path since... Oh, 2007, I've been on this path, but I didn't even really know that I would be doing healing work in my own right. That was never, I didn't think that was ever part of what I was meant to do, you know, and it's funny because some of the elders I I uh, worked with at that time and I knew have now said to me, oh yeah, I knew, I knew you'd be doing this, but um, they don't tell us that, which is a really good thing, right? So uh, yeah, so I, I, gosh, I was on this path almost 10 years before I really started doing the work. And I'm really glad I had that 10 years uh, to learn some, you know, some of the teachings. I don't think anyone could ever learn all of the teachings and also learn teachings from different perspectives. So obviously the, my original education, if you will, was from an Ojibwe Cree community. And then from, I went to my, my own community, you know, insular Celtic teaching, studied the lore, the mythology, and uh, worked with my spirits to uncover teachings within that uh, in my own way, which is often how it's done. You know, the spirits come, they choose us. And I really loved, you know, going to the Celtic side of things for me was a game changer because it was incredible to have been adopted in and to be learning about spirituality from my son's people's culture. But it wasn't until I went to my own ancestors that a lot of those teachings really began to cement. And I felt that, uh, I guess, that calling so much more deeply. But I digress. So ever since I started my practice in 2016, clients uh, would come into me or they have come into me for soul retrievals, power animal retrievals, and soul remembering sessions. And after their session, they always will ask me, what's next? Right? Like, what now? But these types of ceremonies, right? Soul retrieval, power animal retrieval, they're ceremonies that you're only going to do, like, what, once or twice? Like, not very often are you going to do them in a lifetime. I mean, how many soul retrievals could a person really need, right? I felt that my clients needed something to help them with integrating the spiritual work that they had already done and a gentle spiritual touch base to help them maintain their energy flow and just help their own teaching. So how the spirits were revealing their teachings to them, help that to evolve and help them to understand what was happening to them and perhaps have a little bit of help in interpreting or empowering them to interpret their these messages. So when the pandemic hit, almost every single client coming to see me talked about their stress and anxiety. 
So I laid tobacco when I journeyed to my spirits for guidance and I asked them what can be done to support these clients over the long term and step by step. And it did take two years, right, that we've been in this pandemic. The spirit showed me exactly how to do this treatment, even as far as showing me that I could use my smartphone software to transcribe the session and email notes to my clients afterwards. Like, I love my spirits. They're so specific. And believe me, I need them to be specific. I do wish that I could do this particular ceremony virtually as I do with other treatment ceremonies for my clients abroad, but so far the spirits have been very clear that it must be done in person. So I have to listen to what the spirits tell me. So, so far so good. I find that clients are embracing the one hour sessions and I find personally the work is very energizing as well. Um, people leave their sessions feeling peaceful, calm and refreshed. And I think of it, it's like, the session, at least for me, it's like the best and biggest hug you will ever receive. That's how it makes people feel, which I just love. And you know, I know that uh, a lot of you are listening from abroad. I mean, probably most of you are listening from abroad, particularly Canada and the States. I just want to say that with shamanism work, with spiritual work, it's not necessarily just about one uh, ceremony or another. Um, it really just is about learning how to have a relationship with your spirits and learning to trust the spiritual messages that you get. So it really is about learning to trust yourself. It's about self-empowerment so that you can be on your own healing journey so that you understand that you are enough. You are all you need to heal whatever it is in your life that needs to be healed or to have the courage to look in your life at where is that incongruency? Where is that anxiety living? So that you can go into your body where it lives and say, okay, why are you here? What is causing you? And to be brave enough, right? Courageous enough and empowered enough to say, okay, this is what's happening. This is the thing that I don't feel good about. And then I need to change in my life. Because that is what is going to help us deal with our stress and our anxiety, right? It is dealing with those core issues in our life, really being accountable to our healing. So whether that takes a you know an in-person stress reduction session or whether that takes a, a virtual soul retrieval session, the name of the game here is working with the spirits who empower us to trust ourselves and remind us of who we are, remind us of our personal power and our responsibility to be accountable to ourselves, to love ourselves, and to always do what is healthy for ourselves and for those around us. And this way, in this way, shamanism and spiritual healing can help us cope with stress and anxiety. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. You can read more, listen more at my website at cedarlighthealing.com. My name is Kim McLaughlin. Have a fabulous day. Thank you.